New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. I'm Dixie, the Director of Women's Ministry, and I am so glad that you've joined us as we continue to seek wisdom through the book of Proverbs. As a teenager, I just loved reading Proverbs. It was my regular go-to when I needed the guidance and answers to the many, many situations and questions that teenage life brings. I think back then I saw it as like a quick and practical answer from God. Well, let's just get to it. Today, we are reading from Proverbs chapter 12, and I'm reading from the ESV. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of evil desires he condemns. No one is established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous will never be moved. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, But she who brings shame is like rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are just. The counsel of the wicked are deceitful. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright delivers them. The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. Better be lowly and have a servant than to play the great man and lack bread. Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. Whoever is wicked covets the spoils of evildoers, but the root of righteous bear fruit. An evil man is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous escapes from trouble. From the fruit of his mouth, a man is satisfied with good, and the work of a man's hands comes back to him. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. The vexation of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult. Whoever speaks the truth gives honest evidence, but a false witness utters deceit. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise bring healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but those who plan peace have joy. No ill befalls the righteous, but the wicked are filled with trouble. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaim folly. The hand of the diligent will rule, while the slothful will be put to forced labor. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. In the path of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is 
no death. Well, chapter 12 has often been termed as the greater as, as the great either or. That's because of its opposing parallelisms. There, um, where living in righteousness is set against wickedness. We see words such as righteous and upright and good and wise, and then the opposing words of evil, wicked, and foolish. So we either live in righteousness or we perish in wickedness. We have a choice. The chapter begins in verse 1 that either we love discipline and knowledge or we hate correction or reproof and are stupid. You know, all through this chapter, we read of the wisdom in many areas of our human experience. What stands out to me in this particular chapter is the wisdom concerning the words that come from our lips. You know, the book of James has much to say about our tongue and the words that it is produced by it. As a matter of fact, it said, no one can tame the tongue. But throughout scripture, we are warned many times about good in our words and the bad in our words. Paul David Tripp has written and taught a lot about our words, and he says that our words have motion. They're not neutral. They're moving. They're either moving toward life or they're moving toward death, an either or. And that's also what we can see here in this chapter of Proverbs, amongst many other things. But verse 13 starts, and it tells us that an evil man is ensnared or trapped by lying lips. He will be found out in the end. And that the righteous escape from the trouble by speaking truth. And then in verse 22, it tells us that lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully or truthfully are his delight. And in verse 14, from the fruit of his mouth, a man is satisfied with good, or as the NIV says, from the fruit of his lips, a man is filled with good things. Good, kind, encouraging words bring life. Proverbs 16, 24 tells us that gracious words are like a honeycomb. It's a very familiar verse. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. And then in verse 17, we see that a man who speaks or breathes out truth reflects God's righteousness. And then in verse 18, we see kind of a contrast. Rash words, or as the NIV puts it, reckless words, pierce like a sword, but the wise tongue brings healing. So we see this movement, the words of truth or lies, or of life or death, once again, either or. But the ultimate either or is choosing either life or death for us, or either choosing the righteousness of righteousness of Christ or choosing death. By choosing our own way, we do have a choice. Verse 25 says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. In this day and time in which we're living, we all have some level of of anxiety that weighs us down. But this verse says a good word makes him glad. A good word is the good word or the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Through this gospel, Jesus dying for our sins and by the power of the Holy Spirit working in us, we can love discipline and knowledge. We can be encouraged and encourage others with the truth that's in God's word. 
You know, Solomon bookends this chapter in verse 28, where he says, And the path of righteous is life, and in its path there is no death. So today, choose the righteousness that we have in Christ. Let's live out the gospel with our words. Let's have gospel conversations. Let's speak fruitful words, pleasant and gracious words, words that encourage and build up to your spouse, to your children, your family members, co-workers, a neighbor, even a store clerk. Invite someone to your small group. Invite them to worship or even invite them to listen to the podcast. But above all, remember, as we go about living out the gospel with our actions in our words, what we're taught in Colossians, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Well, thanks for listening in today, and I hope that you'll be able to join us tomorrow as we continue in Proverbs 13. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.